This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. You feel alive, let's hit the dance floor. Don't work too hard, my break a backbone. Return to the Mac, the king is back though. Cover and cash, I never like those. Welcome to another episode of the No Brewing Jerks podcast, a podcast that deconstructs consumer culture and media with No Brewing Jerks Allowed. Every Wednesday, you will find us on all podcast streaming platforms chatting about all things business and media with a dash of shit talk because who doesn't love that? I always do that every time I eat you. You have that like, I'm wrong burgundy. (laughs) Who doesn't love that? Well, guys, welcome back to the podcast. You are joined by me, Liv, and I've got Ty and Kat. Morning. Hello. Hi. All right, guys. So first things first, shall we get into our weekly dopes and nopes? Yep. Sure. It is time for dopes and nopes. Let's go. All right, Kat, kick us off. Okay. My dope this week is like really random, but it's really good. If anyone's ever been to In-N-Out in America, the fast food joint over there, they've got like the yummiest burgers and a little thing called animal style fries. Um, Anna Paul loves them. So she put... A like a hack on how to make the sauce for the fries yourself at yes, home. That's what I saw. Is this your recommendation? Yeah, it's my recommendation. Your dope. It's my dope. Because like, hi, I've been wanting this for like <laughs> the last ten years, and now I've got it. So I'm actually going to try it. Oh, Here, shout out to Anna Paul. Oh yeah. yeah, I can totally try it. Is it microwave it in the or is it like you need a kitchen? No, oh. we probably we need. need uh, actually, we probably need a kitchen to be yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah, we do. We need a stovetop. Oh, I <laughs> sure. love Anna Paul because I'm a chef. Like it's she always so does good. that. She's like, why not? Because I'm a chef. She's amazing. Yep. Yep. So that's my dope. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. And many ingredients? Um, No, it's not as intense as what you think. There's just a, like a buttload of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like I've... mustard and tomato sauce. A lot of mayonnaise. Pickle juice. Heaps of QP mayo. Yeah. I think I started to watch it and it made me like a bit onion, sick. And you can like do all sorts of things. Um, But it's, yeah, I can't wait to try it. I'm oh definitely gosh. trying it. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. And what's your nope? My nope is uh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> has launched her skincare brand, well, is mm. about to launch her skincare brand. I saw that. The name of it is quite controversial. So it's Skin by Kim, S-K-K-N. However, there's a, a beauty influencer slash model in the US who has a skincare brand called Skin SKN. So Kim's under fire for naming her brand. Again, it's the same situation that mm. Skims went down with Kimono. So she oh, there's a lot of um there's a lot of backlash and a lot of media. But like Kim would have known though that you know by naming her new skincare line SKNN. I, I like the. I guess what I like about it is like Kim Kardashian and having the two Ks in the name, mm. but it's really similar to Lori Harvey's. Yeah, but uh, it's so, and it's not that creative. I'm gonna say it. It yeah, sounds it's like not it's part creative. of her house of brands, though. So exactly, and I just feel like there's not many other like ways you can say it. Like, well, call it something else. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's just it's not the exact same. It's got an additional letter. I don't know. I just feel like mm. they're just I. Could be picking a fight with her because she's got the money or she's got the publicity. I don't I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's a bit unnecessary. It's just, like you, you can only say it like there's only a few variations of well, yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't think she should have called it skin. I think it's boring and I think she needed to come up with something more creative. That's Ooh. just my opinion. <laughs> okay, amazing. All and right. It's just the line itself. There's nine products and 
they look really like they're all like beige. I, I sort of feel mm. like it's a missed opportunity. She could have been really diverse here. Like she could have done something, you know, unique. Whereas like the bottles, there's a whole like sustainability element to the business, which is really nice. But I don't know. I just sort of feel like it's a couple of years old. Mm. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like she's doing anything innovative. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I where I'm coming that. from. Yeah. I just have high standards for old mm. Kimbo. Yeah. You know? Well, it's probably just a white label kind of brand affiliation deal that she's just yeah. getting a profit share of just to put a name on. Well, no, it's not. Oh, it's fully not established that. then. Yeah, she's worked with Joanna someone. Mm. I don't know her last name, but one of the um, big beauty or facialists or whatever in Hollywood who's worked with her on the formulas so from from what i've seen the videos of kim describing the products and and the brand she's it's her it's heavily sure, heavily sure. involved so. right i do like the packaging though because it's very aesthetic like and it matches like her skims and then like follow through to is it kkw beauty no so kkw beauty folded oh this is the reemergence. so oh. this is what she's done so coty one of the biggest beauty businesses in the world bought a 20% stake in KKW Beauty two years ago mm. for $200 million. Whoa. And then six months later, Kim announced that KKW Beauty was folding. They were closing oh, it. And then it. this is the reemergence. This is the new. So KKW Beauty is no longer. And this is the skin by Kim is the new brand. Girl, mm. I'll send you some yeah, links. Yeah, <laughs> I've clearly missed out on this one. All right. Well, mm. cool. We'll have to see how that um, rolls out. All right, yeah. Ty, what's your uh, dope? Oh, okay. So in their spirit of knowledge is power and I guess the non-intellectual <laughs> missing out on vital finance information, um, I'm happy to say that there's a direct correlation with the adult entertainment industry <laughs> and the state of the financial markets. So a stripper- Fools explain. A, a stripper in New York says that we can read the markets better than bankers based on how busy they are. So as you can imagine, <laughs> if the bonuses are small, the strippers don't make as much money. If the clubs are quiet, they see that as a sign of the market is weakening. Oh. And it, apparently there's like over the years, there's been like, like well, in within their clubs, they've, they've used as evidence and invested money appropriately based on the foot traffic in wow. the strip clubs within that. Um, what's the precinct again? In the Wall Street precinct. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh. Interesting. So- I'm going to get that money, honey. Yeah. And I suppose it's a good excuse if you ever caught in the club. You can say you're getting some financial advice from the... From, from the, Misty. From the lady of the from night. The <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Misty. Yeah, I yeah, love you, Misty. You shout hey, out Mi to all uh, the Mistys yeah. hey, out hey, there. Misty, what's the NASDAQ doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Cool. Yes. All right. And what's your nope? So, oh, what was my nope? Oh, you got two there. Yeah, I'm seeing in the run sheet. So... I wasn't sure if this was a nope or a dope, but it's Kyrgios and Tomic blowing up at each other. Yeah. Um, when do they not, though? No. Oh, yeah, they but really they've taken it to town the last week, though. Yeah. It's I haven't seen of, this, though. It's pretty funny. They're having and Twitter call-outs on each other. It's like watching oh. – it's, it's, it's legit like watching two Trump. toddlers, yeah, yeah. Have, have a fight. Mm. I kind of just – I think even Tomic call, um, called him out to a ring fight as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dear Lord, did. that'll be the next, yeah. like um, – Celebrity bull. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it, to be Actually, honest. Actually, I, I I'd would watch probably it. watch it. Yeah, I'd I watch would it well. <laughs> All like, oh, celebrity fights, yeah. but it's like, yeah. So Jake Paul might get involved. Yeah, Jake, yeah, <laughs> Jake Paul maybe. would mop the floor with him. But um, yeah, that's my note. Just because it's either escalate or just be quiet. 
like mm. meet up, fight on the street and let everyone see it or just go away. Yeah, they always try and find some way to get back into the media. Oh, do you reckon it's PR stunt? No, they're not smart enough no, for that. No, no. <laughs> they're just dumb and they know that it'll get attention. They're just yeah. like throwing hissy fits. Yeah. They're just too Yeah, spoiled. one's like, bro, remember the time I paid for your flight back from Hong Kong? Yeah, well, you remember the time I paid for your fucking Is that frappuccino? Yeah, like calling each other out. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. wish they would just put all that energy into their game. Into Goodness their tennis game because they're talents, but they just yeah they just don't put their no. energy where it should be. No, definitely not. All right, cool. Well, what's your dope, Liv? Um, my dope is Kardashian related again. Oh yeah. So Courtney Kardashian, um, she has Poosh, um, which is what like her lifestyle brand. Lifestyle, oh. yeah. So she cool. is collaborating with Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop, and they surely are going to name it Poop, right? <laughs> I've seen the candle. <laughs> yeah, wait, you've seen it. I've Is it seen live? The candle. It's called um oh, my, my pussy. This candle pushy. smells like my pushy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was on the latest episode of the Kardashians. Um and I just thought it was a great collab. I it think was, it is too. It was a very awkward conversation though. Did you watch it? I haven't it? seen this episode yet. Oh, it was just awkward and it was very like business like kind of um Awkward business in front of the cameras when you like when you'd know that those two probably wouldn't do the negotiating. Like and it was like them smelling the candles and all of that. But I thought, what a great collaboration. Yeah, I think it's a good good collaboration too. Um and then we have my nope. So based off what we spoke about last week with Olivia and keeps giving this. (laughs) Olivia Olivia and Jackson from Math. So last week we spoke about um the cheating. Yep whatever and now we have an apology video and they're staying together but it was incredibly awkward wasn't it cringe city oh oh oh, have you seen it yeah i feel sorry but i feel sorry for her like she's they don't look no well no like it's yeah it's just a car and they brought up how he's been having like the drinking problems Mm. and then that's what led to this cheating like he drinks too much. I'm so sus on it though, especially now that he's launched an OnlyFans. He has. Yeah. Yesterday. She she put up a photo saying, "Oh, if you want to see, can if I you want to see say, my, my, say, my man Jackson." I bloody said this, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> didn't I say it last week? This just smells of a PR stunt, and I I stand by it. Wow. Yep. But then going back, like she would out Dominica of her OnlyFans, and now they're. I'm doing it but, themselves. You know, like you said though last week, when you're desperate for cash yeah. and you're desperate for and money. And you can't get jobs money or don't collaboration. Jiggle, jiggle. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see you wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, riding in my feet. Love it. <laughs> you really need to see it. <laughs> That's the only song playing in my head now. I know. It's a new trap. But she, she reckon she made 10 grand on day one. Um, I mean... Should we do an experiment? No, kidding, no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we can sign. With, oh no! Will we get sued if we sign in and just share it with everyone now? Like if we just subscribe? Yeah, we probably would. Eh? We get in trouble. Get sued? Oh, just for if like, we share her content. I oh, would just subscribe and just just gave everyone a bit of a sneak peek. We're in trouble. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, um, that's definitely that's infringing what, on. That's uh, what she copyright. did to Domenica, and you saw how that went down. Sure. <laughs> actually, that's a very good segue into today's topic. <laughs> it mm. is actually. <laughs> All right, so on today's topic, we are actually talking about the go woke, get broke mentality. Mm-hmm. So I'll break it down just with a little definition. So. Definition of woke, firstly, is an alert to social injustice in society, especially racism, 
um, and the whole term get woke, go broke, or go woke, get broke, mm. go woke, go broke, I'm sorry, <laughs> I get a bit confused, um, is when organisa- organisations get woke to politically correct actions. Um, those same actions usually result in a massive loss of income. Kat, do you want to give us an example of um, where we've seen this in the media? Because it's in entertainment as well, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's important to, I guess, say from the outset that the intentions mm. of going woke initially are good. Yeah. They're set in good. You know, it's about progressing and, and inclusivity and diversity and, mm. and making sure there's more equality across the board, you know, be it in media or entertainment, in business, wherever. Um, and so I think that, you know, the intention of, of the woke you know, era that we're really living in now was 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 and is still good. a good mm. thing. Yeah. However, there's just um, like with any good thing, too much of a good thing can become a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're seeing the effects of that across the board now mm. in terms of certain TV shows, certain personalities, mm. certain businesses that mm. seem to be taking it into that more tokenistic tick box yeah. uh, thing where it doesn't feel genuine and it doesn't feel authentic. And and and, and the, mm. the domino effect of that is that society and consumers are picking up on that mm. and the proof is in the pudding and the proof is in the data in terms of ratings and mm. revenue. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that's why it's a really interesting topic of discussion today because there's a few key things happening that we can, you know, that I know that we're going to discuss about for example, the new season of The Bachelor and -hmm. what we think maybe is happening there Um, and Netflix. And I think we're going to touch on Mm. some really big um, um, issues. But, yeah, basically that's um, what it it is. Yeah, for sure. Like I think uh, large platforms such as like Netflix, like since they've started creating like more documentaries about like woke topics, is that how we describe it? Yeah, and it's sensitive, I think. It is. Because... A lot of the topics are, like I said, you know, they're underpinned by really good, like change that needs to happen, especially in terms of eradicating racism and, you know, especially that. I think that's probably the number Mm. one. But where it gets really murky is when you can see a media organisation, you know that they've sat in a room and gone, okay, what's the most, how can we tick all the boxes? Mm. We're going to have a... Uh, a black transgender, yeah. um, you know, alien or whatever, you know, whatever it might be as the lead character and we're going to find mm. love and they're going to be, you know, they're, oh, I mean, how long is a piece of string? Like, exactly. I feel like it's just that whole. Woke washing. Woke washing. Woke washing. Yes, that's mm. such a good term for Ooh. it. Oh, I like that one. I can't take credit for it. I read it somewhere. Oh, oh I was gonna say, <laughs> my notes really not good. <laughs> no, definitely not your, not your notes. But yeah. yeah, but like, for example, um, so Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter of this year, which is a huge decline. So what's that? Um, is that broken down to just more competitors entering the market, other people stepping up the content game, or is it specifically? Um, well, this one specifically was um, many viewers can't relate to their new content in terms of their like movies or their documentaries or their films um so and it was also a report last month that disney is set to rank among the worst performing stocks in 2022 after its high profile dispute with florida governor um over his parental rights in education bill so this is in america Mm. um but i just thought it was really interesting um 
What's CNN's ratings are also really bad at the moment. I think even like everyone, like you see like public broadcasters, like ABC, yep. people that are really pushing the, the work agenda yep. um, whilst um, the hearts in the, sorry, that's just a reminder for me to feed myself otherwise. <laughs> otherwise otherwise you die. Otherwise I forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We'll, we can delve into that another time. Uh, Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, and I think uh, people that I think with the right intentions, but and 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 in some way leading the way, uh, yeah, they're they're being hit hard. Like mm. when we look at our own public broadcaster here, like Triple J ratings are dropping mm. heavily, yeah. and I think there's a fine line between being a thought leader and empowering people, and then I don't know. We've discussed this a few times where you know it, you get tired of feeling like you're being preach to all the time or people um in these kind of woke woke ideology spaces they almost make you feel like a lesser person for Mm, or that they're superior for having um you know a higher higher thought process and you're not doing enough it's like well um i feel like most people feel like they're being yeah um yeah exactly preached to and it makes you feel um not great yeah, definitely. And it's and it's affecting ratings on TV shows like um, The Bachelorette with Brooke Blurton, which mm-hmm. was last year? Yeah, last year. That was the worst rating Bachelorette mm. yeah, ever. Ever. I mean, the whole show, you know, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, the, they're struggling. Mm. And I think, you know, time will tell on, on what this new season looks like. But, you know, currently the new form, well, the format that, Network 10 has gone with, with three bachelors, mm. um, mm. you know, time, I don't know what, why they would, after a show that's performed, you know, consistently across the board overall, it's performed quite well over the okay. last decade. Yeah. Now we're asking viewers, you know, not only to um, change the concept from what it originally was, but learn new rules. Like what mm. does it mean with three bachelors? So it's it's like instead of trying to go back to a, a tried and tested formula that was winning, yeah, it, it, it seems, I mean, and we don't know yet mm. what these three bachelors are, but the media hasn't been great for it. Mm. They no. keep saying there's lack of diversity. They're three white guys. They're three straight guys. Well, are they? We don't know that yet. Mm. There's been silence from... The producers at the mm. moment, which I think is strategic. We're being catfished. <clears throat> this it could be that they come out and mm. one of them might be, you know, asexual. Mm. Who knows? Um, you know, I I feel like another way, another good show, an example of where it fell really flat was the latest Sex in the City, and just mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Like I'm a Sex in the City nut yeah, from way back. Yeah. I love it so much and I just feel like the woke radar on that latest season was too much. It was a lot. It was mm. very preachy and yeah. it was very, very in-your-face intense. It almost, it was just unnatural. Like it was. it was just like she, like that character wouldn't act like that. Like and when you've watched so many seasons and you've grown up with it, watching so many years of it, you're just like this doesn't feel right. And I just felt like the characters were just, yeah, out of place. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and Darren Star now that they're they've come out and they've said that there'll be a a second and just like that a second se- season. Mm. Darren Star's doubled down and said, I know that I pushed the envelope with the first season. I know that a lot of our hardcore mm. fans 
you know, didn't love it. But Che Diaz, which was the character that most people had a problem with, Che, De- che Diaz will be back. And, yeah. and you know, Che Diaz, like that character, I think people weren't angry that there was a um, non-binary character on the show. No. People weren't mad about that. No. People were mad because the character was a bit of a bitch. Yeah. And, like, treated Miranda a bit like she was dumb. Yeah. And this, this woman who spent all these years becoming yeah. the highest version of herself yeah. was then all of a sudden, you know, dwindled down into yeah. this lovesick puppy. And I think people didn't respond to that. And that yeah. was what the problem is. Not that there was a non-binary character, yeah. but the way that it was written into the show felt wrong. Yeah, mm. I didn't totally feel like agree. The core of yeah, it just didn't feel natural. It lost that spark. And I think coming back to it, people just want to see – I don't know. They, well, they want to be entertained. They want yeah. to be entertained. Entertainment's entertainment. They want <laughs> but look, sex. Like we said, but, but, but look at Euphoria. Yeah. Um, show that does it very so well. So progressive and um, and it's amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can and do it, it well and do it right. Yeah, Correct. but it was so natural. It was the yeah, exactly. it was the characters. They were so well built and it wasn't like they just threw in that they were non-binary just yes. to like please that envelope or please that like box. It was very much they made a story real based life, on right? real mm. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was very convincing like mm. from the get-go as well. Um but yeah, I definitely feel like with the shows like Bachelor and stuff, they they polish it that much that it's just not enjoyable anymore it's tokenistic yeah. it is yeah. it, it doesn't is. feel genuine but like the american bachelor that goes off because but maths maths still like that math maths still ra- goes yeah, ham in ratings they let, because they don't they don't, they they don't care let it mm. all go they have natural reactions yes of course it's like edited and produced but it's a natural drama it's it's got that excitement and it's got that like wow factor that we all talk shit about but we still watch every episode kind of thing yeah. um and it's the same with yeah bachelor over in the u.s they have a lot of um like i don't know like open scenes like they're very like open with like the um like uh, affection and like and don't they have like in the last week or something where they can sleep with each other smash yeah. work yeah. yeah but we don't have that here and i also feel like love island as well the white like it does really badly here in australia like mm. so bad it's mm. such trash because they um they polish it and mm. they're so like trying to keep it like very pg mm. to please i don't know whoever mm-hmm. it is it's well, not it's, me it's fear of, of of fear of offending yeah and mm-hmm. um as a result, like creativity gets stifled. Um, people exactly. Are, people are scared to speak their own mind. I was actually yep. um, reading an article here the other day where it's they were saying there's never been a bigger gap between what people are willing to say in private and in public. Mm. Oh, that is so true. So mm. like last week is such a good example of me on this podcast yeah. when we were talking about poor performing staff. I yeah. was so scared to say it's really hard to sack someone. Yeah, And I was so scared to say, you know, for fear of if it's a female that they'll pull and they will lean on that whole, mm. well, I'm being bullied or Me Too movement. Like, I was so scared to say it because I didn't want to offend or I didn't want that point to come across misconstrued. Mm. And then in private I said to you guys, oh, I totally shit the bed like trying to like talk about, what, you know, my feelings there mm. because I was so conscious of what I was saying. But at the end of the day, like that, that is that is my opinion and mm. it shouldn't offend. Yeah. It really shouldn't but offend. I think but opinions can evolve as well. Like people, it's it's almost like this, um, what we see where people are getting cancelled and abused for things they say at a different stage of their life. Like yeah. well, 
like you see celebrities now get getting shredded for something they said 15 years ago yep. as if, if the, as if they haven't evolved the, the whole world's evolved yeah. like yeah. the context yeah. of that comment is totally different yeah um it's just insane well how they were perceived <clears throat> on the reality tv show when they first came to fame and like how obviously they were portrayed as the villain but like 10 years now they have kids they're married they're completely well, yeah. different well people. it's like kim kardashian it's like, then, we, like her, the way her career started was yeah. and it's like but she can be be so polarizing and it's like yeah it's just it's just crazy that co- context doesn't exist anymore. No, I, um, I agree. Unless you, unless they want to take you out of context. To, yeah. to, to, um, In most instance, to instances, that's what happens. Yeah. The context, context isn't given to a comment hmm. or um, you know, a statement that somebody makes and that's to the detriment of, of our society, I think, because it really su- – and that's why I think we're all such poor debaters – because no one can have a disagreement these days and it be respectful. Mm. And then I guess, you know, bringing it back to go woke, go broke, I, I guess that's the intention of these media organisations and, and, you know, the content creators for these really big TV shows and the platforms they have because they have, have probably have that fear of, mm. well, if we're not seen doing this, then the backlash that we'll get for not mm. trying is worse than us trying in the first place. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of hard to... Please, both parties, if I'm being too, fair. Too hard, yeah. Because, like, if you it's think about it. Spot on. The Bachelors, like, everyone's saying they want inclusivity mm-hmm. and what if these but three. But then no one watched it. That's the funny Exactly. Part. So what if these three guys come out? Yes, they've been ridiculed about there's no, like, diversity. They're all, like, three white men. But, like, that's. So they're they're providing what everyone wants, but then there's still backlash for mm-hmm. the diversity. So it's like it's very hard to like win. Like, it is, it is. But then I guess that's where, in my mind, it's like, why wouldn't you just go back to the original format to mm. see if that works before yeah. trying to woke it even more? Yeah, like yeah, than what it already was last year. They know that last year tanked, and maybe we've all just had a bit of a gutful yeah. of mm. these fucking dating shows. Yeah, maybe it's that. Yeah, I I, I, I like it. They're, they're escapism. Like, and I think that's what people don't realize. Like, it's entertainment's there mm. for escapism, right? Mm. From mm-hmm. from from reality, and it's like we we get woke preached in reality so much, and then yeah. we go to we go to 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 um, escape in, a, in our um, reality TV shows and then we get preached at again and it's just like mm. this constant feeling of, you know, you're not good enough, you're, you're, not, you're not doing enough and it's just like I don't, I don't know if people truly care that like who, who The Bachelor is. Yeah, who, I, know, who I really would give, like to know just, that do people too. Really we should do a poll fuck? on that. Like, yeah. like on our like um, pink, on purple, but like it's a, like um, transgender, male, female, mm. like I, I think – yeah, non binary doesn't show. matter. As long as it's good content. Exactly. Right? I think that's a day and age which, which where I think the woke, the kind of the woke movement's pushed us into this fully um just like um yeah, inclusive world we live in, which is great. But like yeah. now it's just like, yeah, that's that's the status quo. That's normal. We yeah. don't have to preach anymore. Just like let's just make good yeah. shows. But the yeah. fact that it's being preached that heavily down our throats, it makes us feel like we do need to have a, an opinion on it. We do mm. need to have a say but, on it. But it gives the extremists also fuel for the fire as well. Yeah. Because as long as people aren't accepting it or aren't treating as if, as if humans do accept it as the status quo it gives the radicals uh, uh, something to stand by and argue about which is non-progressive yeah it's like the conversation like we're trying to make everyone feel equal but still we we don't say oh this is a straight male we say oh in in tv shows it's like oh this person's like bisexual or whatever it is but, like but that's pigeonholing everyone like shouldn't it be like more 
inclusive? Well, I think that that's what they're trying. They're trying to achieve that. And by like verbalizing or like proving, yeah, like yeah. They're, they're making it the norm. I think sure. that's, you know, the more it's talked about, the more yeah. things become normal. Mm. I think like uh, someone that's a really good example of who, who just hasn't conformed <laughs> at all to, I guess, sense checking what they're saying who is still on top of their game and remains on top of their game is Tyasa in your notes is Carl Sanderlands. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's I, the I last of the great shock jocks. But, the but be- that is someone ratings. that is so comfortable yeah. in their and, and and says things with such conviction because they're not afraid of standing up for what like he's mm. not afraid of standing up for what his beliefs are and his opinions on things. And they continue to dominate the radio ratings. Yeah. Mm. They dominate, absolutely dominate. They wipe the floor clean yeah. with with other commercial radio stations. And, you know, there's something to be said for that because while people maybe not, uh, like you talk about escapism, mm. you know, when I listen to Kyle and, you know, I don't listen to the radio show often, like I'm not, I, obviously I'm not in Sydney, but I do see some snippets of the show here or there, you know, shared across social media. And I, I love hearing him say some things I think oh god yeah oh, and, you know I cringe and think oh you're gonna get in trouble for saying that yeah. but then it's like well who like yeah you feel I the same way hearing it yeah, though yeah. because you know I I feel the same yeah like, sometimes He's yeah. saying what He's everyone saying can't what say. everyone is thinking yeah and there's space for that and I think we need to continue to make space for that because that's entertainment <laughs> that is entertainment but like having difference of opinion and thought as well and having those open discussions is what actually evolves people's thinking. Yeah. When people are too scared to talk, they don't get the opportunity to hear different perspectives and then evolve themselves. Mm. So if you, know, like if you might have someone that's, I don't know, homophobic, transphobic, but like allowing them to or have a safe space to have a conversation, you might actually alter their perception. Mm. Yeah. That's Otherwise, they go to their, their closed rooms and whisper to all their trans mates and, you know, don't don't they just make, make – a worse yeah. problem, you know, a bad problem worse. A bad problem worse. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. think with the Today Show, I know that I saw in the notes as well mm. how they like cancelled Carl after his divorce. Do you think that was almost like the wrong action to yeah. do in that type that, of situation? That was like that, like hard to watch for twelve months. It was like Carl was going through a divorce. Like messy, like well, it was messy. There was like like any divorce. Like the I, that's like, what I was going to say. But like the media pumped it up like they would any divorce. Yeah. Um, they removed him because they they were scared that would alienate the their female audience would hate hate his guts and their ratings would drop. Mm-hmm. Led with tried tried to be progressive with a full female yeah. um desk. Yep. Ratings tanked because the chemistry was. Oh, off, yeah, it just wasn't there. Which, which isn't the anchor's fault either. No, it's the producer's it's fault. Yeah. They were they were put in such a hard that, right. that was a pressure cooker. I feel from, sorry for from the, day one for the talent that had to lead that because yeah. they would have they're like they're up against the wall there, and then then they had to what um, eat humble pie and bring Carl back, mm-hmm. and and then mm. they're back on top. No, they're not. Oh, they're not. Oh, sunrise they're not. still chasing sunrise. The, the ratings are really, oh, really? bad. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't watch sunrise. Oh. No, sunrise is it dominates. Yeah, and I don't watch. And that. then ABC News Breakfast is second, and then today, for the it first just, time ever, for the first time. I like Carl and Ellie. I like Carl and Ellie too. I like the dynamic. But you know what? I think everyone needs to remember in TV land, it it takes like a lot of commitment sometimes years mm, for people to, to grow attached yeah. exactly. to a duo or but a the, team how good's their banter it's not yeah. it's not it's like they they have jabs and i think that's what it feels like a natural relationship where you know they don't well they do but like um 
they're not super polished. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. They poke fun at each other. Sometimes yeah. it's a bit, you know, it's like the old Lika Wilsonson um, yeah. relationship they used to have. Yeah, yeah. There's that little was snippets great. of that. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. great. I feel like it's kind of like our relationship where you'll say something like absolutely absurd and I'll just be like, oh it my God. It is a little bit. You are <laughs> yeah. a little bit like, bit like Carl, a little bit but, like Ali. <laughs> but see, I feel safe around you guys. And, and then if I, but the thing is. I'll be but, Richard Wilkins. <laughs> Dicko. No, but I also, be, yeah. if I say something silly, but I'm someone that has to say something to process, I need to get out of my brain. But if I say something stupid, I'm, I'm also the kind of guy saying, no, that was wrong. And I'll revisit it. Yeah. Um, like, but I love the Today Show. I feel like I also grew up with it as well. So yeah. it's just mm. something that's nostalgic. I, exactly. Yeah. I would watch it with mum and dad. And now that I've moved out of home, I watch it. But it's almost like background noise, like comforting background noise mm. when I'm making breakfast just in the Carl's morning. Just Carl's voice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So what do you like? What do you guys think should these organisations that are clearly suffering a, a huge revenue loss mm. and viewership, the audience, mm. you know, is is dwindling? Mm. What like? Do you have any pointers for them if they're listening? I'd love to go back to where people can just make what they want because I think there's going to be repercussions of this kind, this woke generation that we have have yet to see yet in terms of um, like just confidence, um, like resilience, resilience. Yeah. Like we're we're yet to see um, the impact of this on the current, like the generation growing up now. Yeah, I hope hopefully there's some, you know it evolves into something fantastic but mm. like we see it now in employment and stuff like that um yeah it's do you scary. think we're gonna get more woke over time no, no i think, I think we've reached the peak <laughs> there's <laughs> no more what no. else can we do i think, yeah. I think society's <laughs> starting to reach their their breaking point even like look, you look at the commentary after the johnny depp and amber heard trial where people like i've read an article where it's like is me too like the me too movement finally over mm. and like off the back of hyper woke like People are almost saying that they're happy that the cycle's been broken, which is almost tr- tragic as well because yeah, it does uh, a disservice to the ones that, you know, yeah. were real. Yeah. Mm. Well, and that's exactly right. You take the voice off the people that need the voice that's because right. they just paint everyone with the same woke brush. Yeah. Yeah. Woke yeah. Brush. Woke, wow. Paint everyone with the same woke brush. That's wow. Well, there you go. I've even had that's people, a good soundbite. Yeah, I've had like like woke juniors preach to me about like woke juniors. Well, we'll call them woke juniors. <laughs> so is that like um, me? No, you're, you're not, not a woke you. you're, 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 junior. Yeah, you're one of the good ones though. Um, <laughs> But, you know, You're the right amount of woke. I'm the like, right percentage. Like getting on their high horse from like me not supporting something that might be, you know, um, culturally fit for in an Indigenous space or something. And it's like, and they shame me as a white person, shaming me for not being like supporting black agenda more. And I was like, well, you're kidding. Like, you're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So even I get shamed for not being woke enough in an Indigenous space from mm. White people. White people. And that the does irony. seem, oh, isn't it? That is some Alanis Morissette ironic shit yeah. right there. That really is. It doesn't get any more ironic. It's like trying to woke shame me. It's like I just want to live my life, man. I know. <laughs> yeah. But what's an example of um, an organisation that went woke and didn't go broke? I feel like the Wiggles. Yeah, I think the Wiggles have done it right. Yeah, and, yeah but, but and look at their audiences though. They don't. The kids don't realise because they. But that's good. But that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think the Wiggles have done it correct. And but I guess that's that's my gripe with the entire woke era is that when it's done with, like, when it's done in a genuine way, in mm. a way that's authentic and and natural. Yeah. 
it's it's great yeah. because that's when real change fosters because mm. it's you can you can see that it's you know it's heart led. Yeah, it's yeah. not mind like oh we need to be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. need to be doing this. It's just yeah. the natural progression. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. It's, but and it's not it's not led with anger. Mm. No, um, or to prove it, a point. Yeah, it's in, yeah, yeah, or it's to led, tick a box. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it feels yeah. inclusive. It feels like a natural move. And I think yeah, society's open to that. Yeah, I think when you lead with yeah um, with like a pointy finger. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, people don't want to be involved. No, and, we're, and and yeah, people have had enough. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Wiggles have done it well. Like you mentioned, Euphoria before. Gosh. I think that show is amazing. That's yeah. that's a show that's done it really well. Um, They've even got toys. Like I, I'm talking about kids specifically now, but like um, Barbie dolls. Have you seen how they've yeah. started uh, to change yeah. now? The yeah. ugly Barbie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've got um. Huh? There's lots of different Barbies. So my my, my daughter is Barbie obsessed. Um, so we we have a lot of Barbies in our house at the moment. But um, there's wheelchair Barbie. Yeah. There's curvy Barbies. There's color color Barbie. You, you know what they haven't great. done yet? It's they great. haven't done Ken doll with. Different sized cocks. So oh my god, there should be oh, BDE a kid's toy. But you know, <laughs> there it is. We nearly got through a whole episode. <laughs> my eyes are like, watering. I was like, I was like Where, where's Fat Ken? Where's Skinny Ken? I just want to see myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's BDE Ken? Where's Tattooed Ken? <laughs> Barky Ken. Barky Ken. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> on, the, on that note, shall we uh, move into our required reading? Yes. Required reading. Ty, Kat started first last time. Oh, yeah, so I've started watching, what's it called? Unreal. Yes. Yeah, yes. you're loving it. I am really, yeah, I'm like, yeah, frothing yeah. it. And where can you find it? Where can I find it? Is Stan, it Stan, Stan. Oh, Stan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love that kind of um, manipulation production stuff just because yeah. it, it, it takes you back to en- like, yeah, entertainment for entertainment's sake. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. So Kat and I actually recommended it to Ty last week mm. when we were talking about this topic. And um, basically if you guys haven't watched Unreal, it's like the American version. Is it Happily Ever After? Yeah, it's called, yeah, Ever yeah, After. Yeah, yeah. Ever, Ever After. after. That's, yeah. it. That's it. And um, basically it's like a drama show about like – their version of the bachelor and it's um it's the producers the, the producers how they like make um all the uh, other contestants like look at each other how they manipulate the storyline um, it makes me want to go like produce us a little bit just have blow ups <laughs> be like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no it's um incredibly entertaining and almost really like believable like mm. i feel like it could li- like yeah. actually well it's happen. made it's made by a producer that worked on the american bachelor yeah cool. so the creator actually it's based on her experience yeah so i love that it's yeah. such a great show and i think they highlight really good, good topics as well um just like uh, almost like euphoria how they highlight like real real intense but, topics it, as well. but it's funny how they go through it too, where they're like talking about like um, how they're like, oh, you know, we got to tick the box, rah 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 rah. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, make sure you put a burqa on it so people believe. She's- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Or it's, it's time for a black bachelor. Like yeah, yeah the black that. bachelor. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm up to now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're, in, and then you're entering to, into season yeah. two then. Is yeah, it? and then yeah. they have to bring the white guy back to Has get the ratings back. Huh? Has she died? The roof jumper. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was episode. That was intense. Hectic. Yeah. Intense. That's why you don't go off your meds. Whoa, spoiler alert. Spoiler Spoiler alert. alert. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so good. And they're like, we need to have a mum. Put the mum in there. Put the MILF in there. Yeah. 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 
But that's that's exactly right? the yeah. topic that we we've discussed today. Yeah. When it becomes too much, yeah, choking on wokeness. Or the villain. She's our new villain. Make sure she's the villain. Like, get her really like angry. Like, tell her that. Like, her dad. Like, I don't know. You know, all those like mm-hmm. little whispers. I thought, it, yeah, mm-hmm. sick. Season two. Did you like season two? Um, I loved season one. Yeah, season one's the best. <clears throat> it's I love season one. Season two, isn't it? Our Aussie romance oh, guy. Um, he was um. Oh, he's in uh, oh, the I don't Netflix know. movies at the moment. He's in like the the in one. The he's in the really bad Netflix rom coms and the one that just came out, Perfect Pairing, with Victoria Justice. I've got no oh, idea okay. what you're talking he's, about. Oh, he was in Sex Life. I haven't watched that. <gasps> you haven't seen Sex Life? No. Oh my god, that went hectic. Yeah, no. Okay. I've seen the shower scene. That's all I need to see. Oh yeah, I think everyone. <laughs> only watch the, the good stuff. Scene. <laughs> No. You want to see some BDE? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think V showed me the shower thing. Everyone was like, oh. Your wife showed you? Yeah, V's thirsty. Oh. oh. <laughs> Jesus. No, but um, yeah, great show. Okay, what's your required reading? Mine's an actual book this week. Oh, well done. No one's going to be surprised when I tell you what it is, but it's called Into Every Generation, How Buffy Staked Our Hearts by Evan mm. Ross Katz. So he's a, he's, he's a journalist. Um, he's written for like, a lot of the big mm-hmm. publications in the States. But what he's done is um, it's the 25th anniversary of Buffy this mm-hmm. year and he's compiled um, a, a book basically dissecting every season and where the show would stand, why it stands the test of time today and the areas that like don't haven't, haven't been able to stand the test of time. Right. So it actually goes into like the wokeness of the show and how – the lack of diversity, the yeah. lack of um, inclusivity mm. in the show was really problem. It's really problematic when you go and rewatch the first few sure. seasons. But context of time. But context of time. Exactly. It's like so Sex in the so City. Interesting yeah. to yeah. read it, and it was just amazing that we had this episode in the you know pl- um, plugged for today, and then reading it over the weekend. Um, you know, they they go into detail. He talks to some of the producers in how. There was a lesbian relationship on the show where Willow and Tara are together and the network banned that couple. They weren't allowed to have an on-screen kiss for for seasons, for seasons, even though they were a couple together. And that the network was like, no, we can't have a what, lesbian in, kiss. Uh, in real life they're a couple? Wow. No, no, on the show, oh, show. they're characters. Oh, but they couldn't, the characters were lesbians, but they, but they couldn't kiss on screen. Nope. And the first time that they did was in a really one of the most famous episodes of Buffy, which is when Buffy's mother dies and the show. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, the show, you know, perfectly sort of encapsulates that that period of grief when someone first dies from natural causes in, mm. in this instance and then how people around, you know, you don't know what to do. And, and this couple, they shared their first on-screen on kiss in that episode and the showrunners had to put it in an episode that, where the kiss wouldn't be the main thing. Sure. And they talked about how – but nowadays, like now you look, you know, 25 years later, actually yeah. less because that episode was right towards the end of the series. But really interesting to read how much of a struggle it was to get these network bosses to, mm. to, to, let, to let this kiss happen. Yeah, for sure. And this is kind of on Amazing. topic but off topic. Um, Ellen's just finished up her show and she was saying how she was never able when she first started the show so many years ago, she was yeah. never able to say the word gay. Yeah. Or yeah. that she had a wife or that she was, yep. yeah. And mm. what a transition it is today. No wonder she's such a like, bit yeah. of prick. 
Yeah, wow. Talk about falling from grace we could and do hitting a your head on every ride on the way down. Yeah. That's actually a really good that topic. Is a, that is yeah. a good topic. It's probably just because you represent um, – I don't want to believe that it's true. Yeah. I freaking I, I, loved but her. I think too there's there's probably that um, that perfect image in your head where you think like um, like – Alan, because she ticks these all these boxes, is is a fantastic person. It's like mm. no, well that's what I thought. Yeah, mm. gay people can be jerks. I, I thought she was amazing too, and I was so sad when all yeah. of that. And here all the celebrities that came out. out, and she just like pr- produced them, like set them up. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're like, yeah, yeah I just called we them could out do on a stage. Whole and, yeah. We should on that. we should dissect. Ellen. Just like to shred Ellen. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's a good one. Alrighty. Well, um, my yours, required Liv? reading, I can't even find it. Oh, The White Lotus. Has anyone seen it? It's a TV oh. show on no, Fox. No, but I'll go. want to watch this. It's really good. It's about ninjas? Ninjas? ninjas. Like no. So <laughs> it's, um, oh, I love the film style. So it's all different, like, perspectives of all the different characters. So kind of to set the scene, there's um, a family with, like, um, two kids um, and they bring one of, like, the daughter's best friends. And then you have a couple in love, like a freshly married couple. Then you have, um, oh, who else is it? Oh, no Bailey. way. Is Sydney Sweeney in it? Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, and um, <gasps> Stifler's mom. Yeah. Stifler's mom. Anyways, so they all go to Hawaii on this holiday. American um, Pie, oh. thought leader. The f- le- oh, God, we could do a bloody part too. <laughs> the the lesbian scene in that, 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 was, that was progress. <laughs> that was just porn. <laughs> I don't know if it was progress. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, they, they go on this holiday. Um, there's also a lady there, the one that's off um, Legally Blonde. Oh, this well, yeah. yes. this and lady too, Alex something. Yeah, Alex. See, I always said I thought that was a bit of a V-doppel game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, they get go to Hawaii and it's, it's the it's, perspective it could, of it's them the all lives, on holiday. It's the lives and staff. It's, it's of the staff yes. and of the guests at the resort. Yes. yes. Yeah. And someone dies. Cool. And so you kind of like That's work backwards. Bleak. You know at the very start that someone has been like murdered. Okay. And then you work backwards. There's like drug problems. But yeah, it's great to see like the reality behind like the hotel guest staff, like the hotel staff and then the guests that are on holidays. You that would love that because you worked oh, in hotels. Yeah. But it's also like the um the drama between all these different like couples um and uh, family members. Anyways, it's really good. I yeah, I've heard good things. It. I have heard good things. And it's like, I think it's only ten episodes. It's like kind of like oh, a, yeah. nice. I like yeah. that. Perfect. Yeah, really yeah, good. Something I can Foxtel go. Quickly. All right, amazing. It. Thanks, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Feel alive, let's hit the dance floor. Don't work too hard, my break a backbone. Return to the Mac, the king is back though. Cover and cash, I never like those. Thanks for listening, guys. If you love this episode, please give us a five-star rating and make sure you follow us on socials to stay up to date with all the weird and wacky things we get up to. You can find us on Instagram at No Brilliant Jerks Podcast or Sunnydale Studios. Or you can even find us on our agency Insta at KKO Agency. And if you'd like to put a face to a name, you can watch all of our podcast recordings on our YouTube at Sunnydale Studios. Now we'll pop up all our social handles and links discussed in today's episodes in our show notes below. Feel free to also email us with your own dopes and nopes and we'll share them on the podcast. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. We shall be in your ear holes again next Wednesday. Okay, bye. This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios.